0: But Tony K and A Minute to Midnight is supported 100% by donations only. Please visit aminittomidnight.com and support Tony K and his family. Tony K needs your help. So we ask you to visit A Minute to Midnight and support him. aminittomidnight.com. You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. Franj Radio Network.com. Hi, folks, this is Tony for a minute to midnight.com, currently coming to you from Pennsylvania. Many of you are aware of the global uh, government movements all over the world and how it's impacting all of us, slowly but surely, like a noose tightening. Though, of course, the majority of the world is completely blind to what's going on and buys the mainstream media narrative on things and doesn't see the truth. But hopefully this video, a short video here, will give you some clues as to what is going on that perhaps you can also explain it to other people or pass this video on to people that they will hear it and begin to perhaps understand a little bit more of what is going on so currently this uh, is of June 28th 2023 there is a meeting called the Summer Davos meeting occurring in China World leaders including the Prime Minister of New Zealand, Barbados and Vietnam are at the World Economic Forum's 14th annual meeting of the new champions also known as Summer Davos in the city of Tianjin. Fancy calling themselves new champions. Yeah, right. They're not my champions. About 1,500 individuals from more than 90 countries and regions are attending the forum which kicked off yesterday and runs through tomorrow. Cooperation among different industries, areas, countries and cultures is a necessity to create a more peaceful, tolerant, sustainable and resilient future, World Economic Forum founder and executive chairman Klaus Schwab said during the opening session. More than 1,500 participants from business, governments, international organisations and academia are gathered in the northern port city for the three-day event which is titled uh, Entrepreneurship, the Driving Force of the Global Economy. And by the way, in that meeting, uh, Klaus Schwab announced, China has made remarkable achievements in economy, in social development, in diplomacy and in many other areas. The World Economic Forum, with its over 40 years of friendly and extensive partnership with China, today, second largest economy in the world, will continue to fight fragmentation and strive for dialogue, understanding and collaboration, and this is is what they really stand for, the World Economic Forum, the globalist move towards one government, one world government, and collaboration as we stand for a future where nations have to work together, for the collective well-being of humanity, said Klaus Schwab. Of course, we know that's just uh, language designed to cover up a move that these global elite like Klaus Schwab, uh, these unelected uh, technocrats, want control over everyone, and so they are using various um, chaos parameters and catastrophes and so on, to bring their world government together. And during the course of this video, I hope to show you some of the methods that they are using very rapidly to do this. So back to the Summer Davos meeting. How to rewire global growth amidst crises and fragility. The whole world needs to work together to solve challenges. Chris Hipkins, Prime Minister of New Zealand, said at the Summer Davos, which is now underway in Tianjin, China. Hipkins emphasises the importance of green economy transformation, noting the whole world will need to work together to solve challenges around climate change. Prime Minister of New Zealand Chris Hipkins uh, was speaking in a session themed Braving the Headwinds, Rewiring Growth Amid Fragility the 14th annual meeting of the new champions Um, and so folks if you're in New Zealand we knew that Jacinda Ardern was a stooge of Klaus Schwab and has um, done training as a world uh, young global leader under the World Economic Forums program well Chris Hipkins it appears is just carrying on that mantle and is probably just another glove puppet for Klaus Schwab and the global elite's at the World Economic Forum. And by the way, it's in China, as I mentioned, and Klaus Schwab praised China in the opening session. But at a uh, 2022 APEX summit, uh, summit that was held in Thailand, Klaus Schwab to- told Chinese state-owned TVG, uh, sorry, CGTN that China's path towards modernisation over the past 40 years was a role model for many countries. And what sort of role model is that? If we look at China's social credit score system, um, where they reward people for following the government in step, lock step, but punishes people who don't. And really, I'm going to show you in this video how this is what they want. The global elite, these Klaus Schwabs and so forth, want for all of us. And they, the moves towards centralization is happening very rapidly. So now I want to take you briefly to a press release from the Bank for International Settlements from June 2023, 20th of June. Bank of International Settlements builds out game-changing blueprint for the future monetary and financial system. Programmable central bank money could knit together tokenized commercial bank money and assets on a single platform to enable transactions and contracts in real time. A novel type of financial infrastructure could radically enhance the global financial system argues a new report by the Bank for International Settlements. It would combine tokenized money and assets on a programmable platform, expanding the universe of economic arrangements to enhance the capabilities of monetary and financial infrastructures. For those of you who don't know what programmable money means, it means they can tell you what you can and can't spend your money on simply by shutting it off. You have a new type of programmable money that they will allow you to only spend in certain places on certain things and in certain amounts. And if you don't toe the line following the social credit scoring system, don't have a high enough credit number, they could shut your ability to transact off entirely. So that's what these um, boffins are wanting. They want control over the entire financial system. And that means inc- control over your life. So the Bank of International Settlements publishes its blueprint for CBDC's praises programmable money. In a press release, the Bank for International Settlements announced that it was throwing its weight behind central bank digital currencies, publishing a blueprint of a future monetary system underpinned by this type of money. And the BIS also heaped praise on the concept of programmable money. The announcement of the blueprint that's supposed to represent the foundation of the world's new financial and monetary system came just a day after reports that the Bank of International Settlements and the Bank of England had completed a CBCD project. The BIS will not tell you that this could be seen as yet another move towards dangerous levels of global centralization, but rather explains its ideas as a game-changing new financial infrastructure that would offer a range of benefits. And that's from RedWave.press. But it's not just them. The IMF, working hard on new global CBDC platform to replace dollar and other national currencies. This is from the conservativeplaybook.com. If the... International Monetary Fund is successful in unleashing a new global central bank digital currency platform, as managing director Kristalina Georgieva says the group is currently working hard on, then soon the world's entire money supply will be controlled by a group of unelected bureaucrats. Right now, the various currencies of the world are for the most part already controlled by an unelected private central banking cartel, Uh, New IMF CBDC, however, would unify all of them into one cashless cryptocurrency that everyone will be forced to use in order to buy and sell. If we are to be successful, CBDCs should not be fragmented national propositions, Georgieva declared at a policy roundtable discussion with Bank Maghrib in Morocco about CBDCs. To have transactions more efficient and fairer, we need systems that connect countries. In other words, we need interoperability. For this reason, at the IMF, we are working hard on the concept of a global CBDC platform to trade and manage risks. This is Georgieva speaking. When asked when the IMF plans to unleash a global CBDC, Georgieva dodged a question and apparently started... talking about something entirely different she did however indicate with a smile that 114 central banks are in the process of at least exploring cbdc's and that 10 have already crossed the finish line the biggest one being communist china with 118 million participants so folks you see where this is going Back in April, the IMF announced the creation of a CBDC handbook that central banks and governments around the world can use to assist with their national CBDC rollouts. Former People's Bank of China Deputy Governor and current IMF Managing Director Bo Lai indicated that this handbook will hopefully help countries make well-informed decisions as possible regarding their respective CBDC programs. Lai further revealed, and quite boldly, that CBDC transaction data can be used to enforce social credit scoring systems similar to the one that controls people's behaviour in communist China. So that's an article from the conservativeplaybook.com, or part of an article. I'm just reading parts of the articles. So, folks, you can see this is a very sinister agenda, and if you realise it's central banks that have brought us into this global financial mess in the first place, it's these very same elites that are setting up a new system for them to control again, of course, having designed an old system, I believe, that was deliberately designed to collapse at some point so that when the technology is there, they can bring in a much more controllable system. So now I want to cross to an article that was written by Michael Snyder and just read parts of it. And that article's titled Eight Signs That the Futuristic Control Freak Agenda of the Globalists is Rapidly Moving Forward. The future is here. And if you enjoy being dominated by control freaks, you're going to love it. Digital identification is one of the primary areas the globalists are focusing on right now. And as you will see, The radical changes that are now being proposed are extremely scary. But most Americans, and not just Americans, it's everywhere, have no idea that any of this is happening. Instead, many of them are obsessing over the relatively meaningless dramas that our corporate news outlets are constantly pushing. Meanwhile, the globalists are achieving their goals at lightning speed and there is hardly any resistance at all. The following are eight signs that the futuristic control freak agenda of the globalists is rapidly moving forward. And this is just the headings from those eight. There's a lot more information in the article on each of them. Number one. Starting in September, the European Union will mandate that all member states offer a digital identity wallet to all of their citizens and businesses. Number two. A system of digital fingerprints for Americans has suddenly become Barack Obama's biggest issue. Number three. A UN policy brief that you can find is proposing a global system of digital identification that is linked to our bank accounts. And Michael has links to those articles, by the way, in his article, um, which is found at themostimportantnews.com. Number four. Number four. The World Health Organisation has adopted the European Union system of digital COVID-19 certification and plans to transform it into a global system. So the vaccine passports agenda is nowhere near gone away, folks. They're going to use it for another pandemic, which I believe they will unleash probably a worse one um, in some point in the, in the not-too-distant future when they've got all these systems set up. I think that's what they're aiming for. They will have another one where they'll probably try and force people to get the vaccine next time around, or you won't be able to participate in society at all. Much like happened in COVID-19, except it'll be much worse next time around. Number five. Federal agencies in the United States have been purchasing massive amounts of information from US citizens from dark, uh, sorry, about US citizens from data brokers, and we are being warned that such information could potentially be used for blackmail, stalking, harassment, and public shaming. Number six. It has been revealed that the Pentagon has been using very creepy online tools in order to covertly track, locate, and identify anyone expressing dissent or even dissatisfaction with the actions of the U.S. military and its leadership. Number seven. The UN has developed a global fact-checking system known as iVerify in conjunction with big tech companies and Soros-funded organizations. The goal is to be able to police disinformation and hate speech all over the planet. And I've covered some of these things in recent videos too, by the way, in more detail. Number eight, the IMF is publicly admitting that it is constructing a global CBDC platform for all of the national central bank digital currencies that will soon be rolled out. And then Michael Snyder goes on to say, The globalists are building a worldwide digital control grid which would potentially give them unprecedented power over the lives of every man, woman and child on the entire planet. Under such a system, if you insist on being a rebel, your access to the digital system could be revoked completely. What would you do then? How would you survive if you could not buy, sell or get a job or open a bank account? The extremely advanced technology that we possess today has allowed us to do a lot of really good things, but it also has a potential to be used to impose tyranny on a global scale. We must resist these changes that the globalists are trying to impose on us, says Michael. All right, another article. New World Order Control Grid starts with the connectivity of everything. Will you hand over the keys to your life? Every time you use a QR code, you are working for them. And this article was written by Leo Homan, who's a regular guest on the A Minute to Midnight show, and can be found at leohoman.com. There's a hidden motive behind the movement to transition Americans, Canadians, Europeans, and Australians. Let's include New Zealanders in that too out of their gas powered vehicles, out of their gas stoves and gas lawnmowers and into machines powered by electricity. They tell you it's to save the environment. That's nothing more than a clever sales pitch. Notice how they never talk about where they are going to put all those lithium leaking batteries and toxic solar panels. So let's address the real reason you're being told to go electric. Things powered by electricity are dependent on the electric grid, which is dependent on a relatively small number of government-dependent utility companies. And if you read the websites of those utility companies, you'll see how eager they are to brag about their commitment to sustainability, renewable energy, net zero carbon emissions, etc., This is the language of the United Nations Agenda 2030 and its sustainable development goals to transform the world through a digital reset and the fourth industrial revolution, which, of course, is Klaus Schwab's term and he wrote a book called The Fourth Industrial Revolution. We looked at Klaus a little earlier from the World Economic Forum. What they don't tell you is that by going digital with the Internet of Things, where everyone and everything is Connected 24-7, we are walking into a surveillance society that involves our total dependency on your digitally connected AI-powered tracking devices or all of life's necessities. Accessing food, water, clothing, shelter, travel, healthcare, even the money in your bank account will all require a digitised QR code, your unique digital identity. The plan is for a vastly smaller global population using things connected to the internet and the electric power grid where they can can be monitored 24-7 and 100% controlled. Not only in terms of their movement and of resources, but also in terms of their speech and political expression on connected devices. If these globalists are successful, you'll be tethered to a digital identity that makes it impossible to escape detection online. You make a comment on social media or a blog like this that goes against the prescribed narrative of the state and its corporate partners, then you get downgraded on your social credit score and eventually lose your privilege to log onto the internet. These are the digital fingerprints that Barack Obama recently talked about in an interview with one of the corporate media shills. And as I've said... Look at China, the social credit system and the surveillance system in China. This is what they, the World Economic Forum, the United Nations and all of these technocrats want for the whole world. I now want to take you to an article and read some of it, written by Brandon Smith at altmarket.us. And that article is titled The Reset. When will globalists attempt to introduce their digital currency system? I want you to imagine for a moment, this is um, Brandon Smith writing, I want you to imagine for a moment a future world in which everything we know about functioning and surviving within the economy is completely upended. This world has gone fully digital, meaning people live within a cashless society where physical monetary interactions are abandoned or prohibited, replaced by CBDCs. All transactions are tracked and traced. Nothing is private any longer unless you are operating as a criminal within a black market. By extension, production is overtly suppressed and micromanaged. Small businesses are a thing of the past. And only a select group of major corporations working directly with government are allowed to operate. It's not just that cash is outlawed and that everyone must rely on a digital ledger. The very data pathways and networks that we use to transfer funds are also controlled. Much like the SWIFT data network, the globalists have the ability to lock down internet payments, individual accounts and business accounts and deny people the ability to move funds from one place to another. In the meantime, AI-based monitoring systems sift through millions of transactions every minute, searching for anomalies. The algorithm is designed to identify anyone who has found a way around the data tracking, people who want to remain anonymous. The internet still exists, but it's a shell of its former glory. The population uses it regularly to complete necessary tasks and to research information But data providers are severely restricted. Cryptocurrencies are not an option as an alternative to the central bank digital currencies because trading them online immediately sets off red flags for the AI in the sky. Only government approved websites are allowed to exist. With extensive rules limiting what they can do and what they can say. AI chatbots provide the public with, m- with most of their information and the globalists control the parameters of the chatbots. People only ever hear the news that the elites want them to hear. All contrary data is eliminated. It's not so much banned, rather it's simply emitted from the record until the people who remember it are long gone. It might sound like science fiction, But all of this technology already exists and is currently being tested by globalist institutions including the Bank for International Settlements and the IMF. I want to take you briefly to another Michael Snyder article at The Most Important News. And Michael says it doesn't take a genius to figure out where this could be heading. For a moment... I would like for you to imagine a rather chilling fictional scenario not too far in the future. All global citizens are required to possess possess proper digital identification or else they will not be permitted to access the new global financial system. Central banks all over the globe have rolled out their new central bank digital currencies but in order to use those currencies you must prove that you are who you say you are. And the only way to do that is with the new global system of digital identification that has been introduced. As cash is phased out, those that resist being part of the new global system are increasingly pushed to the outer fringes of society. Hardly anyone is willing to employ them any longer. It has become virtually impossible for them to get loans and they are looked down upon by much of the general population and then after the vast majority of the global population has willingly signed up for the new global system of digital identification, it is announced that the system will now become mandatory. That means that anyone that does not submit will not be able to buy, sell, get a job, or have a bank account. Folks, that sounds exactly like the beast system from Revelation chapter 13 verse 3 all the world wondered after the beast and verse 4 they and they worshipped the dragon which gave power unto the beast and they worshipped the beast saying who is like unto the beast and who is able to make war with him and then if we go down to verse 16 and he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell, save he that he had the mark, or the number of the beast, or the number of his name. Here is wisdom, let him who hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred and three score and six. Folks, that is where we are heading that is where this is heading rapidly. Now, I don't know exactly how long it's going to take till they implement some sort of chip or tattoo or whatever in your hand or your forehead. But once they have the system in place and then they have everyone operating using their mobile phones at first and with a digital identity, it will only be the next step till they put that into your body and um, combine it with. The cloud interaction with the cloud, and you will become part of a hive mind. And I believe that is what the um, book of Revelation is likely talking about a hive mind mentality where everyone is hooked up to this beast system. And the Bible also tells us that there is no salvation for anyone that takes that mark of the beast. And if you think you can play around with the system and get out of it at some point, I think you're kidding yourself. We need to make decisions now. What line are you going to draw in the sand in your own life? How far are you going to go? Are you going to take the next, you know, pandemic um, shot that they're going to probably mandate? Are you going to accept their digital currencies? Are you going to accept using a QR code for everything? Are you going to use your mobile phone everywhere? Are you going to carry it everywhere you go and let them track you with everything you do? There are a ton of other questions I could ask, but each one of us needs to ask ourselves now just how far down this track are you willing to go? Are you willing to risk being sucked in to the Borg, sucked into the system, unable to get out? Somewhere along the way, folks, we need to realize that there is a line to draw in the sand and don't cross it. So that's pretty much what I wanted to share in this video. Please make sure you subscribe to us at aminutetomidnight.com our website by going down the right hand side of the page there where it says subscribe to blog and you enter your email address if you haven't already done so. Also A Minute to Midnight is run 100% by donations and even though it's getting harder in that uh, area as well. At this point we can still take donations through DonorBox or you can donate um, at my email address Tony at directly through PayPal and we do appreciate and say thank you to the people that are donating to help. The music used I've written played and recorded and if you want there is some of my music for free that you can download at a minute to midnight.com as well. So that's it folks, God bless, stay safe and uh, God willing we'll be back with another video in a few days time. The Fringe Radio Network is supported by advertising and donations. But Tony K and A Minute to Midnight is supported 100% by donations only. Please visit aminittomidnight.com and support Tony K and his family. Tony K needs your help. So we ask you to visit A Minute to Midnight and support him. aminittomidnight.com